once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting next to me on this lovely blue couch, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. Good, you kid. Hey, uh, something I wanted to ask you about. Um, this is a thing that started happening to me in the last maybe month or so is at least at least at minimum 15, 20 minutes of my day now, every day is dedicated to me trying to find my keys or my wallet before I leave the house. And it's it's become a real recurring thing. And what I wanted to ask you, because there's like a nine-year or so age gap between us, is this it? Is this the beginning of the end? Um, I've only had it recently. Yeah. Right, I, okay. When I was, back when I was your age, back in those <laughs> days, in the early <laughs> 70s, um, I was fine. It's been a recent thing for me. Yeah, I've, I've got like so many pieces of insurance around my house now. I, I carry... Two spare keys in my wallet. I don't know why there's <laughs> right. two of them. I don't because yeah. if I lose the wallet, they're both gone. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know why I've got both of them there. Okay. But yeah, I've got several contingency plans because I'm doing nothing but locking myself out of the house. Yeah, I've started having to build it into like getting ready to leave the house. I have to start now getting ready to go Checklist. like half an hour before For sure. I need to because most of my day now is just walking around the house. Like I got ready to do this like last night. Yeah. Just putting <laughs> things in an order. It's just you woke me up from this couch. I was sleeping <laughs> here. I camped here overnight. Man, it's really yeah, it's really it's it's really disappointing to know that this is, you know, this is it. Um I I had a quick experience I'll, I'll tell off the back of this which is uh listeners will know I run a couple of comedy rooms and whatever. This is, you know, sometimes you know, we do a podcast, we've got listeners, we've got plenty of people enjoying Hang on, the back show. up. We do a podcast. Yes, right. We got a, we do a podcast, that's a fact. Um now I did a gig last week where I was organising, I was running around and whatever, and there was a guy with his son there, the son was about, you know, 16, 17, and I went past, and I sort of got the vibe that he recognised me, and he was sort of looking at me and whatever, and I'm like, okay, well, that might be a thing, that might be not be a thing, and then he, it, I had to keep coming back and forth, and eventually he was sort of looking at me, then looking at his dad, looking at me, looking at his dad, and his dad just goes, just ask him if he's going to be on tonight, it's not like he's famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. So that's I figured out what that means. That's the difference between us and famous people now. Yeah. Like our guests on the show, they're 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 not allowed to be asked if they're on tonight. Yeah. Whereas we are allowed to be asked. Yeah, if we're yeah. On a bill. So it's it's just presumed that you're on. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I had a se- I was in uh, the Apple Store in Doncaster Shopping Town the other day, getting my iPod repaired. And a listener of the show came up to me to tell me that he that he listens and he likes the show. Yep. Which was, uh, first of all, it was him going, yeah, I really like the show and rah, rah. And, and I go, oh, what's your name? He goes, oh, my name's Marcus. I'm, uh, I'm at Poo Dog on Twitter. <laughs> like, oh, the great, the great at Poo Dog. That's it's good to know. But the, the weird thing about that was, like, have you ever used the Genius Bar thing at the Apple Store? Where you no, go, well, I'm not, the, I'm not like the great at Poo Dog. I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not qualified to use a genius bar. Yeah, it's 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 a thing where you turn up and you you kind of make an appointment to go in and get whatever you need to have service service, yep. and then you turn up and they make you kind of wait over at the side of the store. Um, and one of our guests has walked out in the middle of this <laughs> anecdote, so that's not a good sign. But anyway, keep the going. The story gets better, I promise. <laughs> um, but it was this weird thing where I'm standing there just checking my phone, waiting for them to come and get me and tell me that they're ready to look at my iPod. Yeah. And the guy, so I'm looking at my phone, and then I hear, "Ah, uh, Tommy." And I just had this disgusting moment in my head where I sort of forgot where I was and I thought, oh, this, is, this is a fan. This yeah, is someone yeah, who's yeah, coming yeah. to say day. And then I look up and I notice that he's wearing the Apple shirt. Yep. And he's like, so what's wrong with your iPod today? Yep. And then 
was just berating myself in my head going, you vain yeah. little man. Oh, I'm in the Apple store and someone's going to come up to me and tell me they like my work. Oh. Yeah. And then a minute later, it's actually happened for real. Yeah, so yeah, right. just, uh, I don't know what the lesson is there. Yeah. Um, well, I feel quite awkward. I think this, this is the worst thing about doing this bit up the top of the show when we talk to each <laughs> other and just ignore <laughs> yeah. the guests. Today yeah. we're doing it in someone else's house. Yeah, we really, <laughs> so need, to we just <laughs> we really <laughs> need to reassess how we do things on this show. <laughs> It just uh, looks like we've we we really <laughs> want to do this show as a live show, so we've just invited ourselves into someone's house. Yeah, and you just sit there and listen. Yeah, and we've had fifty percent of the audience walk out, <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's not going great. Uh, today on the show, uh, returning guest. I was just saying, it's been two years to the week since her last and first appearance on the show. You know her from Winners and Losers. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Denise Scott. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, and what a Woo-hoo. pleasure it is to be here. And I'm enjoying your anecdotes. Oh, thank you. Mm. Now you, I was just... you sat in the chair for the whole one. You know, that was, a, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't walk out like my fellow guests. <laughs> it is her house. It is indeed. Yeah. Uh, also joining us in, in her own house... Uh, Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club for the first time, Judith Lucy. Yeah. So weirdly, I don't feel that I am joining you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel you've just sort of broken into my house. <laughs> yeah. More than anything. Yeah. And then and then I, I agree with you in terms of, you know, just sitting there talking for a while before you chat to the guests. Mm. Is is weird. I would have yeah. done that beforehand. Yeah, it should have been a pre-record, shouldn't it? It's, Maybe. It's the exciting and also frustrating thing about new media is that we're just – we're just blazing a trail here. Yeah. You know, we're making the mistakes for other people who podcast to learn. See, I think the other thing, sorry, Scott, I was just going to say is I, I was sitting here thinking, should they be doing material about stuff that happens when you get older, when their two guests are quite a bit older yeah. than them? <laughs> that was something that popped yeah. into my head, Scotty. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like yeah. Classic Gen Y over here. He's going, oh, I think I'm too old for Tamagotchis now. Yeah. Oh, Can you swear relatable. on the show? Because I Please. just want to go get fucked yeah. at that point. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Yes, and I felt the inclination to slap your face, Tommy. Um, (laughs) This is a good start. You're forgetting your keys. Oh, poor little boy. (laughs) I'm not forgetting them. I don't know where they are. Oh, you don't know where they are. I can't locate them. What yeah. your problem was. That's how oh, okay. I am. So well, that's you mistake to... your testicles for your keys. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a problem. Learning a lot of lessons here today. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm glad we decided to book Judith for this episode because it would have been weird to have recorded this episode without her in our house. So um, that's true. I think we've it done the right thing. That's very awkward. Yeah. yeah. This is a lot nicer than my house where we, and, and your house also, where we normally record. So maybe we can try and work out. I mean, this, is this is the new podcast city. This is the new podcast city. Have no, you ever thought of subletting your house no, out to podcast? That's not going to work. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Mainly because I just have so many men in and out here the whole time <laughs> that you know that just it's a miracle. In fact, I had to kick thirty guards out before you got here. Were they podcasters as well, or were they? No, they were just sleeping with me. <laughs> Bang! Yeah, that's that's it old never technology. Stops. Yeah, not yeah. like this thing. Um, Judas, I want to say at the top of the show, I um because. I've I've never met you before, and I've been in and around comedy. It's comic, exciting not for, for that both long. of us. It is good, <laughs> um, but I just want to say I I really loved your book. I haven't read your latest book. Oh, I shouldn't. Excuse yeah, what a me terrible thing to say. But <laughs> the oh, family Carl alphabet. Loves I loved. Judith. I loved it. It was such. Thanks a, very much, Carl. Did it make you feel better about your own life and your own family? Well, that's, that's, that's how most people respond. That's the thing because I feel bad about like I want to pay you the compliment, but it's sort of like saying, "Hey, I really enjoyed." your shitty life um, yeah. in your early years. Like, I enjoyed your pain, you know, and it, it cheered me up on a stopover in Kuala Lumpur, you know, 
all the bad things that happen Great. to you. Well, yeah. it's all about turning your lemons into lemonade, Carl. <laughs> uh, lemonade and just cold, hard cash. See, yeah. <laughs> I've had a shitty childhood that I've been able to exploit for years, which is so much better than people who have shitty childhoods and, you know, just what? Get stuck with therapy. I've at least produced some money out of it. So well, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to read Tommy's book, the, uh, the Tale of the Lost Keys, and that's <laughs> been his biggest problem in 26 <laughs> years. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, no, that'll be a chapter in the memoir. I'll try and eke <laughs> something out of that. Put it towards the back. Yeah, yeah. That strikes me more as a it. children's book. That strikes me <laughs> more as maybe a five-page maybe book a, with maybe big a pop-up, a pop-up book yeah. with the keys. Are the yeah. keys like? Are they like anthropomorphic? Like, are they? Do the keys like talk? Do they have little eyes? And I'm not going to write the fucking book for you. <laughs> I'm just trying to spitball some ideas off her. You've been published. Tell me what it takes to get in the door. We've both been published yeah. and we've both found it excruciating. And I think if we come up with any ideas, we'll be hanging on to them for yeah. green light. You bet we will. We were just discussing today, Judith and I, how we've got nothing, have we, Judith? Not a thing. Nothing left in the tank. That's it. Because after you wiped um, not one but two memoirs, that's it. You've yeah. done your life and uh, and there's nothing. No, it's well, yeah. Well, except for stories such as losing key. I nearly <laughs> fell off the seat. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Didn't I, Judith? At lunch today, we were at the local coffee shop, and I nearly fell off my seat. Well, there's a story there. You yeah. see the beginnings of a story. We'll know you guys it's are desperate when doing yeah. this podcast is a chapter in both of <laughs> yeah. your next books. Oh, my yeah. God, I've got it first. Yeah. Well, really, at lunch we were coming up with ideas because Scotty's going overseas later on in the year. We thought maybe that could be something. Well, yes, I'm going to a mom. I know. Um, go figure. And uh, you, you, you do hope that something... Yeah. Happens yeah. there. You, you don't, you know, you hope it's not a not nasty a, incident. Exactly. It. Well, there's not like a fatality, for instance. Although, you know, yeah. if it's someone you don't the know worst, very well, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's like David Sedaris, who I love. He's sort of gotten to the point now where his new stories ah, that he writes are just about this, going and doing his book tours. This is it. This is what started our conversation. Mm. Boomity bang, yeah. Tommy. We're on such a wavelength. We were talking about David Sedaris' latest book, which I haven't read. But you can still put shit on stuff you haven't read. Oh, I'm all and for judging no, things you know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love it. We love criticising things we haven't seen or mm. read. And, but but he has. He's exhausted his supply of stories. And mm. so now he is literally writing about his missing keys. But yeah. You know, story I'm fantasising because I've been feeling a bit poorly lately to the extent where I'm having some blood tests done this afternoon <laughs> and fingers crossed. <laughs> you know. I had that exact same thing, yeah. <laughs> I, I find that with the, with the podcast, like because to be honest, me and Tommy probably talk, our stuff's a bit more superficial on stage. You guys talk about your lives, whereas... In the podcast, we've tended to start to talk about our lives a lot more, and it's like we've got an episode we've got to record on Tuesday. I just start, you know, <laughs> catching trams at midnight, yes. you know, yes. going to Footscray and yes. stuff, going, well... Can I give you some advice? What worked for me was being drunk for about 15 years. Right. <laughs> that really generated a hell of a lot of material. Hey, if it helps the podcast... That's right. Yeah. You're a team player. Yeah, that's it. But it's interesting that you guys are just kind of feeling this now with, with the book stuff, because, like, I, I feel that just with stand-up, with having to try and write a, you know, if you're trying to do a show every year in the comedy festival, like that thing of just going to the doctors and going, this will be good. This'll Bring be, it on. Hope he's, I hope he's in a bit of a funny mood today. I hope he says something a bit silly about me. Well, is it a bit like, because you're talking about, you know, 
your life on stage and you being raw, you know, with a lot of your stories, that you both personal stories that both of you tell on stage, when you're doing it over and over, I sort of imagine, you know, sometimes I feel like I get on stage and I tell the same joke over and over and over, not on the same night, obviously, but, you know, over the years <laughs> and whatever. But I feel a bit like, oh, God, have people heard this before? Is there ever a point where, like, Judith, you're getting on stage and going, you know, it was Christmas when I was a kid and I found out I'm adopted and oh, people are like, heard it, mate. We fucking heard it. You're still going on about that. This is, it, it is like you were just eavesdropping the entire day because yeah. Scotty and I were also talking about that earlier. Really? <laughs> and, uh, and I was actually just approached to be involved with something that's a Christmas special and I had to go, nah. Because I cannot tell that story again. <laughs> I simply cannot. And that, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously we all do it. I mean, you write jokes and like if you, you know, tour a show, you do wind up telling the same joke a number of times. And I think it's kind of okay up until you get to the point where you start thinking, I will feel ill if I say this one more time because most of the time people haven't heard it before. I yep. mean the majority of the audience, wa audience yeah. won't have heard it but once you start feeling like I just can't, those words cannot come out of my mouth one more time which, do you reckon Scotty? Oh yes in fact, it, was it last week I did your room Carla two, two Felix? Two weeks ago, yeah and the whole day I was in the fetal position thinking <laughs> I just can't say these words one more time. <laughs> and so then I thought, well, then, what's the lesson? Denise, that's how I talk to myself. I always <laughs> use that voice when talking to myself. So what lesson is there for you? Why don't you write a new joke? Just one. <laughs> just, just one new joke for the, for the gig. Just put your best foot forward. But I couldn't think of a fucking joke. It's like I would write a joke because I argue with myself. I would write a joke if I could think of one, but I've got nothing. I've got nothing <laughs> to write. But I did end up uh, the one about the little girl rolling on the oranges. Yeah. Oh, and it was. A, I won't say it now because you don't want to give away <laughs> yeah. great material it's a sweet like tease. that. But um, there was quite a few thousand people there at that gig. It was. Too, there so. were a few thousand. And um, but I did. But it's no. It's it's the sm smallish gigs that are. I reckon the most confronting and challenging. And what I loved about doing that gig was that I didn't end up doing much material no, at all no. because they were chatters, chatterers and, oh, bless them, anything better than oh, reeling out the old jokes. And yep. So I get really excited when I can just talk my way through it. Oh, gig. they loved it. I mean, not to pump up your thighs uh, too much. But hey, they, uh, on, yeah. I mean, I love Judith's book, but, you know, that night... You were yeah, uh, the audience. Yeah. Uh, I think they were begging you to go back on stage. Oh, they there were, Judith. Of course, they you, were yeah. begging me. <laughs> please go back on stage. <laughs> now, um, Denise, you, you're filming at the moment. You're filming uh, Winners and Losers. Yes, that's uh, correct. And all of my research for this show always goes just straight to IMDb. Um, now, you've, oh. do, you've done a lot of drama and stuff like that, but not I as have much. Not. Haven't you? What do they what say? What IMDb done? says. What the hell? Unless I've forgotten it. Well, a lot of acting. Sorry, I have should say. Have I? <laughs> have no. I? You just consider everything that's like, acting to be drama, like yeah. it's high school. I yeah. don't think I have. It's TV. What? What is it, Carl? Do you know? Can you get onto that site? I will. What does uh, it say I've done? Okay, I I'll tell you exactly what it says. Blue oh. Healers. I I've done an episode Blue of Blue Healers. Yeah, well, that's. What's that? That's the drama. Well, yeah, what was That's it? dramatic. I, it was People dramatic. being arrested. There's crimes being Yes, I committed. played somebody's mother. Can you believe that? Some <laughs> criminal's mother. 
in that. Can't believe Never. me and Tommy missed but out But Winners on and Losers is the first series I've done. The first, oh, first regular series. Yeah. Well, here's one thing that you both share on the IMDb, which I'm very, very curious about, is you were both on the, is this the, the, both the same episode? You both did Australian Idol in 2004. <gasps> is that right? Oh, for God's sake. That makes something. me feel sick. <laughs> I think... I think I've asked the right question. Feel sicker. Oh yes, <laughs> it uh, would. Because it was during the heady days of uh, my breakfast radio oh. uh, when I was on Today FM in Sydney. That was a difficult twelve months, and there were many, many embarrassing things that occurred during that year. I, you know, you you're able to say no to well, they don't like you to say no to anything, but um, then every now and then you would really just have to say yes. So the two things that were absolutely beyond my control were I did the, and I'm sure there's footage of it somewhere. There was an ad that myself, Peter Hellier and Kaz Cook did where we all danced with an animated purple hippopotamus. That's something <laughs> I'd rather not think about. And the other thing is, of course, when you're on commercial radio, you have to cover all the reality television programs. And we, of course, did Australian Idol, but our Australian Idol correspondent was Miss Denise Scott. Oh, oh. right. Yes, and the, which meant I'd go on your show... Every week, yep. was it, and and talk about Australian and may Idol. I say, she did a magnificent job, but this meant that uh, when they asked us to go inside the Australian Idol household, oh, they had a, that was they had a Big yes, Brother sort of a thing, yes, did they? Right. But uh, myself, Pete, Peter Hellier, and Denise, uh, that's surprised where we were. Them. Yes, and boy, were they surprised to see me. <laughs> They had no idea who I was. <laughs> I think they were all. struggling to know who any of us were. They would and have known Pete from Rove. I don't think we they... have a birthday cake. Yes, was it someone's birthday. I have a very vivid memory. In fact, something that you know, with all the brain cells I've lost over the years, you would think that this memory might have gone. But no, it's it's going to be with me until the bitter end. I remember walking down a very long staircase yes. with a cake with sparklers on it, and I remember I was wearing high heels, and I actually remember having the thought I could die here <laughs> I could I could because I'm not very good in high heels I could trip on the steps I could be impaled on a sparkler and this would be the last thing that I would ever do <laughs> it was it's not a good memory but thanks for bringing it yeah. up yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't I all know you from your dramatic roles Denise exactly mm. from drama class mm. so all right moving on um IMDB also tells me uh <laughs> Or, or Wikipedia, maybe. I, I did like this line about you, Judith, just okay. the way that it's been phrased. Mm-hmm. I just like the, the... Because, you know, sometimes you'll put a fact on uh, Wikipedia and then someone else will put a second line onto it, whatever. Sure. And it just feels like one of them because I it says... I feel a little nervous and sick, <laughs> no, but do go on. It's not bad. It just says, the way it's worded, I like. It says about you, as of August 2009, Lucy became a regular cast member on Rove, replacing Dave Hughes. Second line, the Rove program ended in November 2009. Mm. Now, it's interesting because I remember that when it was announced that Rove was ending, it was either Hamish or Andy who said to me, are you the Yoko Ono <laughs> of uh, Australian comedy? Because the, the late show ended the year I joined it. So I am the kiss of death. But oh, having said that, it went for two years. That, well, I joined in the second year, yeah. you see. So it might still be going now if yeah. I hadn't joined. I think that's the point. Yeah. No, the, no, the late show. I mean, that was that was such a. I, I mean, I, I think I was about seventeen, eighteen when it ended, and I just remember going, "Why, 
Why did it end? I just never, I, I could never come across. Because uh, Judith was on it. <laughs> right. That's right. I am. I'm poison. Well, I remember someone saying to me, going, oh, it must have been her. Like, I think her and Mick must hate each other. I saw them on the show once. Oh, and, my God. And they didn't God. look at each other very nicely. And I cannot <laughs> tell you how often people said to me during that year, friends and strangers, Either you and Mick hate each other or you're <laughs> sleeping together. Right. And I can honestly say that neither of those things were, were true. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't know what that was. I mean, we slept together later, but yeah. we didn't sleep together that <laughs> year. It didn't break up the show. It, no. it, it made sure Cracker Jack 2 didn't happen, uh, but yeah, it didn't break up the late show. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> there was not actually a very uh, a, a lovely moment the other day because Scotty and I are currently doing a show together and we do do a bit of a Q&A at the end of the show, and someone, in fact, asked if I was the mother of mixed twins. Oh. So, uh, you know. That's that's not a question that you can sort of go, oh, is it, you'd be more likely to go, oh, who's, I wonder who's the father. You're not saying who's the mother. It's pretty evident yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who a mother is. I yes. think they were being a bit zany. Oh, right, yeah. okay. I think every Q&A I've been at, like everything I've been in where they've had a Q&A where the person running it has explicitly said, don't ask things like this. Someone always ends up doing it. Like I went and saw The Daily Show get taped. Right. And it was like someone was going, don't, when Jon Stewart comes out, he'll ask, you know, you can ask him questions. Don't just ask him to get you a gig or how you get on the show because there's ways to do that and this <laughs> isn't the place. First bloke, first bloke who gets the things like, yep, um, so I, I really want to work on this show. Uh, how, I've got my resume here. How do I, and everyone just in the room going, you're a fucking idiot, that's mate. How they, that's how we all start out, isn't it? Just <laughs> Q&A. Can I yeah. just, just, oh, finally, yeah, just go finally. to the of shows, yeah. We're short of three writers for tonight. Great. Yeah. First people to put your hand up. Yeah, it should work that way. Well, we'd have a lot more chance of getting work. It, that's yeah. what I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we that's had, um, uh, in our Q&A, Judith and I in the show, we're currently doing... Uh, the but, Spiral. Yeah, uh, still performing around Australia. Um, see, we're good at Perth getting this out. Uh, no, Brisbane, Brisbane this week. Brisbane this week. Uh, um, but one of the questions was uh, from a woman in the audience, um, maybe a woman in her 60s. She said, now, which one of you was slept with... Uh, was Cook sle- Islands? Slept with the man from the Cook Islands. <laughs> no, she didn't say which one of you. She <laughs> said, now, I'm just wondering whatever happened to the man you were with from the Cook Islands. And so I looked at Judith thinking it must be her or Judith looked at me and we're like, what? And she said, one of you definitely... S- I heard <laughs> one of you <laughs> definitely slept with someone <laughs> from the Cook Islands and I've always wondered what happened at the end of that relationship. And <laughs> we're like, wow, lady. Anyway, whatever, week, months go by and I just did Adam Hill's... Can I just say it is quite common to be... I think we've both been mistaken. And this happens... I don't know if it happens as often to male comedians, but every female comedian I know has been mistaken for every other female comedian and female presenter in Australia. I've been mistaken for everyone from Wendy Harmer to Julia Zamira. Right. So, you know, but but carry on. So it is quite common. But I just like n- the way this question starts with was... Big fan. Anyway, whichever one of you this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then anyway, I was just talking about it at um, – this is actually a really boring story. I'm sad, oh, we're really sad I now. started it. Lose some keys in the story just yeah. to spice it up we a bit. We might find the key <laughs> midway through the story. <laughs> but, but I was at Adam Hill's doing that show recently and mentioned this story and it was 
edited out of that show, so why I'm trying it again? <laughs> I don't know. Why are we getting Hilsey slops? God. This, is, this is like a missing. Because this is like a missing persons report. Are you just hoping to track down this guy? Maybe he listens to the show and he'll come. But forward. I did tell about this question being asked, and then it turned out that one of the producer, one of the producers for Adam's show, came up to me and said that was me. I was the woman who slept with the man from the Cook Islands. And I'm like, well, and because she was on a radio show a few years ago and, you know, you need your story, your personal story arc. And it was Mix, I think she was on at the time. What's her name? Oh, I can't oh we remember. must give away. Anyway, so she began telling and she became engaged, the guy from the Cook Islands. Then the sh- radio show was axed. And so none of the listeners ever got to hear what happened. And, oh, look. Just edit this out. But <laughs> you promise? No, no this is a good. This is a good. It was. It was bad. It. It. What? It's a good example of well, chap- failure. Chapter for is the memoir. Yeah. Good chapter for the memoir. Go <laughs> to the you Cook know Islands. What we should have done because I have to say, when people did that to me in the past, where they'd say, "Oh, I love that joke," or "I loved you," I love that show you do on SBS with the with the musicians. I would actually say, "No, that's actually Julie's America." Now I don't bother. Now yeah. I just yeah. go, "Thanks." Yeah. So we should have gone with the Cook Islands. Yes, I, I should. Have said, well, I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah. you know, we to should have just the cook gone with it. Yes, I get mistaken for um, Jane Clifton all the time. So I'm always getting, oh, I loved you in Menopause, the musical. Right, dance. and I always go, thank you. I had a ball doing it because yep. I never was in Menopause. The, well, I was in. I've been in Menopause. I'm finished Menopause, <laughs> but the musical. Um, Oh look, I'm going to stop talking. No. <laughs> I like it. I like it it's when it crosses over, like not just the you know you're saying uh, you know oh I love you in this and you accept it. I like it when you see people where it's gone one step further and they've gotten the photo. Um, a friend of mine from Sydney, his name's Angus. He has like kind of quite long curly hair, and he was at a bar on Sunday night, and a group of people came up and they're like, "It's fucking Wolf Mother! It's uh, Wolf Mother!" Yeah. And they just they he's like going, "I just posed for eight separate photos." With oh. a room full of people who think that I'm, who think that I'm Wolf Mother, like they don't even know his name. But like he, beyond the hair, like his hair's not even that big. He looks not not even close. Yeah. And just knowing that those people are going to get up the next day and go check it out, met Wolf Mother last night, yeah. and then go, you out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Pity you so won't good. be able to experience that moment. That's that's the bad thing about uh, not pranks like that, but moments like that is not getting to see the other Pay side off. of it. Have yeah. you ever been mistaken for anyone, Tommy? No, no. I guess it's a bit harder. What maybe when you're a young-ish male is a bit different. I don't know. No, I don't know. No one's ever. No. Well, no one knows who you are. I guess to start yeah, with, so they're not going to mistake you yeah, for, one. for yeah, yeah, fair enough. It was. I get mistaken, and I hate admitting this because it's so unflattering. Um, for the German, do you call it the, her the? Chancellor, the ex um, Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel, yeah. And when I went to Berlin to visit our daughter, she was living there. People would do double. I'd be on the train, <laughs> and people would do double takes. Yeah, Angela Merkel. You never I, told me this. Yeah, yeah. Who's Angela Merkel? She is like it's not the prime. Um, I forget what the title is in Germany. She's I'm gonna look her up. Like the yeah, look up what her title is. It's just ex ex chancellor isn't right, but she's. I want to say chancellor. Chancellor. Well, why would she be an ex? She's still there. 
and she's like, she runs Germany. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. She's That's what you need CEO. to say. She's, she's the CEO I don't understand of Germany. The other words. She's right. not Julia I Gillard. S- I see right. it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Don't say no, I mean, that. no, Just I can't say, see that. Wow. Yeah. You're so you're much better, better looking better. hotter. I can see, I can see right, Tommy, a little bit how people, like how people would think that. I think I'm it saying. looks like Julia Zemiro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before. Good save. Before. Um, hey, look, th- this is something that um, you'll be impressed with, this sort of talk. I'm sure you, you two refined ladies. But we, we were really happy last week on our show. Um, we found out we had a picture. We had our picture appear, as, as you ladies would have had at some stage, in uh, oh. People magazine. Uh, ah. People, not the American version, obviously, the, the Australian version. We had our... We got sent a picture that we were in People magazine. In wow. Very curious to find out why you've bought this yeah. up. <laughs> well, well, this is what's happened. So um, we appeared in that. We found that quite funny in the midst of all the other ridiculousness that happens in that magazine. But, of course, because, you know, you want to you keep a copy of it and you've got that embarrassing thing of having to go in and buy it and whatever. Is that the sexy magazine? Yeah, yes, it's like not it's the American. The yeah. yeah, like Picture yeah. and Zoo and Yeah, nuts. yeah, yeah. N- nuts. That's nuts, the English version. Yeah. Or that? It's yeah. It's it's like three bucks. It's like a. It's you yeah. real low yeah. rent. No soft core. Not yeah. s- not even soft core. Yeah. So new, what was your picture? The newer version of the Australasian Post. There's no Edinburgh yes, pub. Yes. There's more topless ladies. Right, um. So we yeah. had a picture in there saying with some fake letter, obviously going in there going, "Hey, I've got a. I need to know what podcasts are. What's one, guys?" Which which no one's sending that letter. From in. Dick in WA. Yeah. By the way, was right. the name attached Dick. to that letter? I think he. Slept with someone from the cook. Not from Cunnilingus in Currumburra. Got to use that word. Hasn't it? Anyway, we'll talk about that. Making a comeback with Michael Douglas. Yeah, that's a good day when you can see that in print in the paper. Yes, it's a So I went, so Tommy, we bought a copy and I sort of thought I'd better go and buy one before they run out of this week because they're only out for a week. So I thought I'd better get another copy because we've offered to yeah, send... Because print media is really... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm still figuring this thing out, yeah. print media. Yeah. Um, so I went into the server and they had them beside the, uh, the assistant. And I went in to buy one. I'm sitting there looking and scanning and and it's not there. And I said to the guy, hey, do you still have... Oh, no. Do you still have the People magazine? Like, because uh, that's always an awesome question. Like, as if he's going to go, of course I've got heaps of them. I keep them under the counter yeah. because otherwise they'd get sold. So <laughs> yeah. um, he was like, no, 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 but there's plenty of, you know, picture and zoo magazines and stuff there left. So if you want to grab... <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, no, I don't want them. Like, I'm, like I'm a pervert. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a fussy I'm a con- pervert. I'm a connoisseur <laughs> yeah. of home girls. Yeah. 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 It's worse. It's not like you were saying, oh, you're out of knocked up hookers. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's uh, been... It could be worse. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, the makers of People have done their readers a lot of favours by calling the magazine that. Yeah. Very low-key name. Yeah, 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 right, right. So it could be any people. It yeah. just happens to be people without any clothes on. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, I don't want any of those ones. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, as an afterthought, I sort of felt a bit stupid that I'm there buying nothing. So I just grabbed a copy of the Herald Sun and bought that instead. And then I walked out and sort of thought... The impression this guy's got is that I really wanted this porn, and then I didn't have it. It wasn't there, so I just grabbed the Herald Sun, going, "Oh, there'll be something good in that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't look at boobs. So I guess I'd better find out what's going on in the world. Well, I just thought, oh, it. I know, better just read Andrew Bolt's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I be- the good news is no one ever thinks about you as much as you think yeah. they do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have given that a second's thought. Well, hopefully not. Um, you asked before if I'd been recognised, if I'd been. 
been mistaken for anyone. I haven't I haven't told this on the show yet. This is the closest sort of thing I've had recently. During the comedy festival, I was talking with uh, another comedian. He was sort of saying, um, you know, because this year during the comedy festival, there are a lot of um, kind of uh, very uh, like kind of new guys that kind of had these yeah. really big years, like your, your Ronnie Changs and your Matt O'Kines, uh, got a lot of success and sold out their venues and moved to bigger venues. And this person was saying to me and going. Ah, you know, it's all well and good, these guys that get really big really early on in their careers, and that's great and good for them and stuff, but, uh, you know, it's you know, it's kind of not for me. I'd rather be a guy that sort of, you know, it takes a bit longer to click, you know, someone who's, you know, working hard for maybe a good, you know, 10 or more years and bit of a bit of a you know somewhat a slow burn someone who would take some a really long time to kind of to kind of crack into anything and then they've turned and and just looked at me and in my head I'm going don't don't do it and they've gone oh yeah a bit like you a bit of a bit of a Tommy Dasselow that's the kind of career I want I'm like is this is mine a slow burn or is it me just trying to strike the match and getting no traction on it like don't think that's that don't think that's really satellites that's the closest I've come to being mistaken for someone is the punchline to someone's nearly, story of how they don't want to be successful. You were nearly mistaken for someone with a career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, that was good. You, I reckon I'm pretty much queen of slow burn, really. Like, you probably will argue oh, with me, Judith, but... Yeah, I would. Because I, you it's really it, taken anyway. me a long time to get people to come to my shows and stuff. I, no, I think that. Oh, anyway, that's how I feel. Well, I, I would argue that... The, the, you know, you did have some children in there, and, and yeah, really yeah. spent a I'm lot of saying... time bringing them up. All that time yeah. you spent in the Cook Islands as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's correct. But no, I think I'm I'm pretty much queen of slow burn, and getting people yeah to come to your shows it takes a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. So yeah, good on you, Tommy. I'm sticking in. I've got I've got no other skills. Is what it basically boils down to I now. And we're all in that boat. That's the number the, of times we've yeah. talked about doing something else and realised there are simply no other options. Yeah, and that's what makes a good comedian is having no other skills because you will never leave your craft. Yeah, because no matter how much you want to, you've got nothing else yeah. you can do you yeah. can't even i bet can you do barista work do you know how to make a coffee um i did get a no no i don't no. think i can so i don't think i could there's nothing not is, unless is it there, was like is um, there a job for mario kart playing because i reckon you'd be <laughs> close you'd be close with that you've been bringing that up a lot recently <laughs> i've noticed that's, um, that's my image of you at home all day yeah just sitting there trying to get out of the way of mushrooms yeah that's, it does happen a That's bit. That's some young person's reference. Yeah, yes. my eyes just glazed over yeah. at that point. <laughs> I like. I realised even if I wanted to do bar work, I I wouldn't. I, like my yeah. RSA has expired, my responsible serving of alcohol certificate. That's gone. So at the very least, oh, really? I'd need you... to go back and get that again. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I see. I, I think that's getting in the way of me. I've got too many skills. You know. That's the that's the load I bear. What are they, Carl? Um, <laughs> just out of interest. I'm I'm a I'm a fully qualified a fully qualified graphic designer. Wow, yeah. that well, is impressive. And so, yeah. what does a graphic cra- name are you doing then? If you, yeah. I've actually it's a pity this isn't on camera because I've actually just sat you, you yes. in yeah. my you've chair sat bolt upright, and yeah. I've just gone. Well, in God's name, why are you doing comedy? We have no choice. Yeah, I, I I know the answer to this, oh. Judith, and I'll answer it. Um, bad breakup was why I started doing comedy. Oh, really? Is that fair? Ah. That's fair. That's the story you've yes, told me. Yes, but it's not why I quit my job. <laughs> it's yeah, true. So true. I didn't have a bad breakup and go, right, I've got to, this is what bad, but I'm going to make everything a lot breakup? worse. Oh, no, that's, I've told the story on the job before, but oh, this who is, cares? okay, sure. 
it's it good. Is. Better we than all tell Well, look, you guys look, you guys look like a, a lot more interested than you were in my porn stories from before. So let's, I can do that. Yeah. No, what happened was brief, brief wrap up of what happened was. I was dumped quite harshly um, uh, eight years ago. Eight years ago, I think, wow. uh, by by a long term girlfriend. Um, it was a long distance thing at the time. I went to pieces. Uh, I had quite a long time where, and in, in the next week, I lost my job. Ah. Um, so I had no, and for some inexplicable reason, I was living with someone I didn't know in Williamstown probably 30 kilometers from anyone I'd ever heard of or met before. Mm. And I was just sitting in this house all day, every day going, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And then towards the end of the funk that I had about three to six months or something of just me every day going, what am I doing with my life? At the end, I went, you know what? I'm going to do these different things. I'm going to try different things just to try and break myself out of this funk. One of them was to do a stand-up comedy gig. The other one was to try out for Big Brother. And I did them in the same week. Wow. Yeah. And did you get very far with Big Brother? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. And again, stand was, up one. Well, the highlight, the, very quickly, the highlight of that tale was, of, of trying it for Big Brother was, um, them saying, hey, we want you to tell this knockout story, this crazy great story. Um, you, you've all got a great story in you. Um, something really weird, something out there. And um, literally we went down the line and the people before me were, oh, one, one time I broke my leg. Oh, my dad's a dentist, and I'm literally thinking, I'm going to beat this story. You know, they're crap stories. They're not weird stories. So then I sort of went, ha, here's my story, guys. One time, um, not that long ago, I was uh, walking home from the pub with my friend, and we saw a house, and it was lived in by junkies, and we went, hey, and we walked in there, and I shat on their bed. I, I didn't get through to that series. Yeah. That, not that uh, year. Did you, did you think that through? No, no. Well, I thought they said weird, knockout, crazy story. And I was like, and that's wilder than someone's dad yeah, being a dentist, yeah, yeah. surely. That's and this is, of course, story. this is years before you went to try and buy People magazine and they were sold out. Yeah. So you didn't have that up your sleeve. You <laughs> yeah, didn't exactly. have that dynamite tail exactly. up your sleeve. I had my but keys on me and everything. I didn't have any, <laughs> any other stories. I am sitting here going, I don't care who lived in that house. Why are you <laughs> shitting on some poor person's bed? Yeah. So someone's got a drug addiction, yeah. and you say, "I'll show them what." And and my and, and this the context was I was applying to live in someone's house, <laughs> <laughs> and that was my story. <laughs> this is what I do with people I don't know. I do I, I have this behaviour. Yeah. So no, I didn't get I didn't get through. That's but why I had to do comedy. It was one of two things. It was Big Brother or comedy. Well, Big Brother's losses. Yeah. The comedy world's game. <laughs> yes, that's now. for sure. Yeah. Oh goodness me. I uh, I would have loved to have known you in that time where you were just really. You probably unlovely. wouldn't have wanted to invite me around. Yeah. No. Well, definitely not. Yeah. Um. No. Well, it was not a, if you're going to shit on the bed. No. <laughs> no. They. They. They couldn't have. And you know. And and the realization of even me retelling that story yeah, now and you, I don't your think reaction. You should ever tell yeah. that story. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone to try and get on a television program. Yeah. <laughs> but that was me back then going, oh, this is literally going to knock everyone out. And just the look on everyone's faces. And but the three teenagers with clipboards <laughs> that were sitting there in front of me listening to the story. And you couldn't see them. But, I, you know, the movements, they were just like, how can you make a bigger cross? Can you fill an entire paper with a cross? Oh, it was. Um, but at the end, uh, and again, I'm sorry for the, p- the listeners have heard this story before, but my, fa- my favourite bit after that was at the end of the audition where we all stood in a line 
um, to, and we got we had numbers stuck on our chests so that people the, the clipboard people could sit there and go oh two one oh nine shit on a bed no cross two two zero zero that he didn't shit on a bed he's in <laughs> there was a the girl I've been s- sitting next to the whole time. Had she not had pe- a pants. No, didn't didn't have, <laughs> didn't have a story. Didn't have a great story like well, of me. Of course, not after yours. Yeah, yeah. You'd be a bit scared trying to top that one. <laughs> so, she had a long overcoat on. She hadn't participated in any of the games, any of the trials, any of the st- hadn't had a story at all. When they said everyone line up and we'll pick the ones we want to pick, she took off her raincoat and just had like a bikini boob tube thing on with fake breasts and just stood there for three seconds. While people did the judging, and then she closed up the. Uh, they said, "Oh, by the way, here's all the people that got through. Named the people. She wasn't one of them. Put the raincoat back on and walked straight out." <laughs> now the whole process of the audition had gone for four hours, so she sat there and didn't say a word and didn't participate for four hours. Big finish. She the thought. big finish. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was saving gonna, the big finish. Yeah, yeah. She wanted to end strong, and it didn't quite get her over the line. Did she have pants on? Yes, I would have remembered there not being pants <laughs> on. Just yeah, checking. Yeah. <laughs> and I doubt, I'd say she would have got through if she wasn't wearing them, so I would have remembered that too. But um, yeah, so that was, um, th- I think three days later I did my first gig at stand-up and it went better than, I didn't tell that story <laughs> on stage, so it went slightly oh, better. Yeah, so oh. that's, that's, maybe if I had told that story I would still be a graphic designer. If I had told that story of my first gig, that yeah. would have been... A much more successful career. And you got a tattoo in that time as well? Oh, man. I'm sounding really pathetic in I this love period it. of my life. I yeah. love it. You no, know, it sounds like you got your midlife crisis. I know. Yeah. Really. That's Doesn't what it, it sounds like. What yeah. was the tattoo? What is the tattoo? Oh, God. I'd, I'd rather just make up a sports car that it's I bought. It's a back instead. tat of the moment that you took the <laughs> shit on that bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a portrait it's a of yourself. Of the, of the mattress. And then I invite <laughs> girls around to take a shit on my back now. To re- oh, man. <laughs> this oh, is getting we're worse. All, we're all sorry. I, it but I mean, it, it, that really, that story, I love it. Like you in that time. Because I'm, I'm that's going to happen. I'm going to have a breakdown like that. No, no, well, no doubt you? about it. How old are you? I'm 26. Okay, that happened at age 28. Oh, okay. So you've got two Let years two to gear years up to that. Get to excited, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I reckon it'd be if yeah, if me and my girlfriend split up. I reckon that. I reckon that would be it. Oh, I went to water. It was the worst period of my life. I was. It was that horrible, you know, cliche thing of you know you're hearing stories about you know love songs on the radio and you go oh I finally get it you know but then th- there's also the thing of oh. Jumping off the Westgate, I understand that theory <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it now. I totally get why people would do that. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, it seems like it'd shake things up a little bit. Like it'd at least be interesting. Broken well, hearts do shake things mm, up. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know if I would at least be like, like present enough to think. On the up, this is going to be great once I get to the other yeah. side. This, this is a whole festival show for well, sure. I didn't have comedy then, so yeah, well, all I was doing yeah. was sitting in my room and oh. God, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. How about you guys? Any any breakdowns you feel like talking about? <laughs> oh, well, if, you know, we have. That's the problem. We yeah. Put, yeah, yeah, right. We put them in, our in the books. books. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about them on stage. That's why we're forced to tell stories about the Cook Islands <laughs> that go, go yeah. absolutely that nowhere. To you. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> that's it. Oh, well, you can use that one in, in your next book. Uh, you know, you can use that, that story, Say It Happened to You. You're yeah, a big brother audition. That's a that's a lovely that's a lovely <laughs> um, sentiment. gesture. It's a sentiment. Um, uh, one I might not be taking yeah. you up on. What about just going back to the Q and A thing? Like, have you had 
Have you? There, is it? Is it screened well, or are you getting any? Are you getting any it's weird questions? It's that live kind of, comedy, Tommy. Okay, so. but I mean, it's like I've been at things where there's a Q and A, and someone's desperately putting their hand up, and you can see whoever's running around the. It's just us. There's oh, no yeah? oh, okay. Around. So, so no, there's no screening. You can ask whatever you like. It yeah, Im- sounds I like a good invitation. Um, I, yeah, I feel I feel like if I can't help but recommend to people that come to the show, I feel a little bit scared in that I'm giving you know top quality gold stories here today, and you guys are sort of not you know into it. You know, stories about Big Brother and shitting on things mm. and whatever. And yeah, you guys are tough judges. Like those usually kill with you know other. Oh, but not we're laughing end. on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. I'm I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> we are tough judges. No, we'll we'll answer anything. And in fact, I think one of the reasons we love doing the Q and A is because it actually, you know, makes us. Of course, sometimes you'll go, well, there's some shtick I can throw at that question. Yeah. But the best stuff is when it is a really weird question, and we actually have to. Think, which yes. is something we both gave up doing a while back. <laughs> What's been the most asked question so far of doing the shows? People do tend to ask about a, a particular costume that we wind up wearing. Oh. Uh, yep. Yes, uh, there's the costumes. Do they ask about, oh no, you tell them you've got a boyfriend. They like following up on that. Yeah, too, that's quite a that's bit. been a hit. That is that I, is I, one I, of the, the questions that comes up when you Google Judith Lucy. It comes up Judith Lucy married. Well, I was engaged for a while, right. but that was years ago now. It's still in the top eight searches, Judith. Crikey, so it's, uh, people want to know. Google never forgets. Yeah. Well, so and then I was single for six years. Um, I hasten to add, I had some fun along the way. But, you know, <laughs> just so I don't sound too sad. But I do, because it comes up, I read out a bit from the book where I refer to the fact that I'm single in the book and then I say, well, actually, no, insert city here, Melbourne, Brisbane, men, too late. Uh, and uh, admit that I have now got a boyfriend and that does generally get a round of applause. Oh, really? Uh, which, as I like to say, makes me both happy and sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that people are kind of going, at last, we never thought it would happen. And Scotty, I think, quite rightly said, I think it's because you're giving people hope. I think people are looking at me and going, well, look at her, if she can find someone after all this time. Well, you know, this is something I was talking about last night with some comics, and I tend to think that a lot of people, in certainly in our range of quality in, in the scene... Our slow burners. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. our very slow, our wet <laughs> matches. Um, we, this, everyone tends to have got, certainly males, tends to have very attractive girlfriends for no good reason other than there must be some silly girls that think that what we do is somehow attractive but i'd say overall males in our scene are batting way above our our where we should be do you think that it happens like in the female no no it's the opposite it is quite the opposite really it is in fact exactly the opposite right and one of the things i loved about doing the montreal festival many years ago was actually talking to female comedians from all the world and finding out that uh, they too struggled actually to meet men. So yeah, it does seem to be the thing where ladies love funny men. The reverse tends not to be true. I got in early with John, found Mm. John before I started in comedy, so secured my man Mm. before I went into. um, But I remember someone saying to me that a woman saying to me that she thought it was because 
female comic. She had a theory. Um, are so open and so into telling everything about their personal lives that, in fact, the mystery has gone. Yeah. And that that's a very um, sex mystery and not, no, you know, is a very sexually, sexually, I can't say the word, but attracting sort of force. And that's why we don't do so well with the men. Well, th- and I think there is something to that theory because, no, there's nothing mysterious about, about most female comedians. The other theory that you get a lot is, you know, I think people think, I think sometimes, oh, look, God knows. Say I'm, it, if, if I had a dollar for every time <laughs> I heard the word intimidating, I would never have to work yep. again. Right. Why would any man find us intimidating? <laughs> To be honest, be so childish. a lot of my body parts are crawled up inside myself during this hour. But, but I think there might be, you, you know, the idea. You're obviously, I mean, you are yourself on stage, but you're, but you're yourself turned up full bore, yeah. like you know, yeah. to the nth degree. And so, you know, maybe there is this idea that you just, you know, you're this incredibly wise cracking, you know. I don't know. I, 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 I just cried myself to sleep a lot over the years. But it is... It if is I really knew the answer, it wouldn't have taken me so long. <laughs> but I remember um, when I started, so I was in my 30s then and had a couple of young kids and, and so it wasn't... And, and John, so meeting someone wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't... But I remember doing gigs... Um, where there'd be the Doug Anthony All-Stars and there would be like the Beatles had arrived and there would be hordes of screaming girls for them Mm. and you'd just walk through like and they wouldn't bat an eyelid, no interest whatsoever. And like I don't know, I don't know the Doug Anthony's but there would have been no shortage of someone to uh, oh and what am I talking about? I won't say any names, but on Comedy Festival Roadshow, I thought you were going to say oh what am I talking about? I slept with most. Uh, yeah, of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you travel with young boy comics, I uh, mostly nothing happens because you're travelling from town to town and it's. Pretty, but I have seen one particular male comedian and man. Ooh, a, a, what is it? A port? A, 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 a bird in every. A girl in every oh, yeah. oh yeah, like every and 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 the one time and this is should I say this about see, it's a good story. Well, yeah, yeah. let's have so yes, we're, we became this particular beautiful looking. Uh, oh, that's uh, anyway, <laughs> lovely looking guy and 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 but he from he'd, Australia. I'm not saying, <laughs> and he uh, but yeah, every single town he'd he'd meet a, a girl and. Bring her back to the hotel. So what is Arch so really we like? would <laughs> no no oh. but, um, well maybe Although it is but I, yeah he does do rather well he does do very yeah. well yeah 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 Arch does and uh, why are we talking anyway <laughs> so this particular night so we used to you know make a point of noting who would come out of this guy's room in mm-hmm. the morning and stuff and then one night we're all sitting around the rest of us having drinks and someone looks out the window and goes oh my god. And it's uh, this comedian, and he's. Oh, look, it just sounds bad, but he's pushing a woman in a wheelchair into his room, and <laughs> she's pretty <laughs> spunky. But it's like, 
And honestly, we were all so amazed that now, and this woman looked just delighted with the evening and we met her the next morning and... But, you know, there was some... Well... There were questions to be asked. Yeah. Because we, we, none of us have ever slept with someone in a wheelchair. But <laughs> anyway, so we... But, yeah. Like... But the girl comedians. No. I can't imagine that. Them sleeping with a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think Probably we're getting physically. into dangerous territory yeah, here. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I... I I know in 24 years of stand-up comedy and many of those years being single, I have never picked up at a gig. Yeah, right. Never. And wow. I know very few female comedians who have. Wow. In fact, I, I off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Having sure, s- we sleep with male comedians <laughs> yeah. because really at the end of the night, that's all that's left. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, well, guys, I think that does bring us to the end of the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Judith and Denise, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the sp- thank you for coming into my home. <laughs> yes, on, thank you on, for having in us. podcast world. Uh, thank you for le- thank you for that delicious glass of uh, mineral water Anytime. at the start of proceedings. Uh, the spiral is in Brisbane this week, and yes. then and then all and over then the place. Canberra, Sydney, Perth, Darwin, Hobart. Oh yes. We've got heaps of listeners in Brisbane, so guys, go along and see uh, these ladies. They're awesome. Uh, yeah, all the dates are on comedy.com.au. Yep, you can it. find all that stuff there. Uh, what do we got to plug? Not much, just T-shirts and stuff. Yeah, we've got T-shirts. We've still got uh, a small amount of T-shirts left in my house that uh, my girlfriend would love if they left. Yeah. Um, they are taking up the west wing of the Chandler <laughs> household. Um, if they could be gotten out of that box pretty soon. There's a lot more greys than there are blues, so guys, please get into the greys. Yep. Can I make a plea to both Tommy and Carl's girlfriends never to break up with them? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Having please. heard this story. Yeah. I think, Carl, would Carl. you would you have a second meltdown or have you gotten past the worst of it? No, you know, I mean, you all have fights with your partners. I reckon I've, I've had fights before with my girlfriend and then, you know, gone, yeah, yeah, and then five minutes later, just started to go into the spiral there. Just started to go, oh, this is just the start of it. I think I would go worse than last time. I'd have to give up comedy and start in taxidermy or something, just find a new career. Audition well, for The Voice. I don't I'm know. I'm going to have to put the wheels in motion yeah. with Diane breaking up with you because that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, and can I make one more plea to any men out there? Have a crack at a female comedian. Yes. Yeah. Just do it. You, you make yeah. a female comedian's day. Brisbane, guys, you've got your opportunity this weekend. Just There's two female we comedians. We go there. off like five taken, but we are. That is true. That's very surprising. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, get on it, guys. Uh, cool. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.